I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Coming up on TMS, Batman would totally eat the Mona Lisa. Tears for elderly fears? That guy with speakers lied. Definitely not Migo. Actually, it's Migo. Hail Caesar the Fourth. It was a salad pinata. Flew the gum across the car. He needs a public's defender. Our parking lot speakers are better than parking lot tacos. Yeah, there's an extra R in there. I like Wario. He's a dick. Batman in the Red Hood. Do you have the complete history of this mannequin? Are Dave Matthews and his band still a thing? Or Justin was an oily man? And more on this episode of The Morning Stream. If I allow myself to go down into that place, I'll never come back. You waxed your anus. The Morning Stream. Batman. <laughs> Yeah, you may have noticed a theme there today, a little bit of a theme. Uh, I don't know, Brian, if you missed any of this yesterday. Did you miss any of the Batman talk yesterday that was going I on? I missed all of the Batman talk yesterday. Oh, this was uh, quite the uh, quite the the, the internet uh, uh, the sensation for a oh, hot few hours. I saw Adam West was trending. Is, is there something related to that? <laughs> it is related to that. Okay. So, so I'll tell you the brief story, okay? okay? It turns out some information leaked, or was it uh, not leaked, but... Someone said that while they were working on that Harley Quinn uh, show, which mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, it's a little racy, that show. It's not By all uh, accounts, I hear it's excellent. I hear it's yeah, good, the too. The one that's on HBO uh, Max, right? Yeah, uh, it's, uh, and I definitely yeah. want to see it, but I haven't seen it yet. But apparently it's, you know, racy. It's got the swears. They're not afraid to get real violent and gross. Mm-hmm. And it's just one of those shows, all right? So it's not your typical DC animation. This one is very adult. And in it... There was meant to be a scene originally. I won't get into too much gritty detail here, but there was a scene where Batman, you know, Bruce Wayne, mm-hmm. was going to perform a certain act on Catwoman. <laughs> okay. All right. And something related to, I don't know, the cat in Catwoman? Kind of, sort of. And, yeah. uh, well, 100%, yes. And so the way the story goes, the way the, way the story was told is, um, the people uh, who were going, you know, that had put this in there and presented it to... Let's go into the Batcave. <laughs> he presented it to DC, and DC uh-huh. said, whoa, 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 Batman doesn't, yeah. Batman doesn't do that, they said. That was the exact quote, is Batman doesn't do that. Oh, really? Okay. And their con, their their their, their take was, I think, no actually... Wonder he, no wonder he's an unmarried uh, bachelor. <laughs> 
to, to me, uh, it, it rings. I don't think it's that crazy because basically it's like saying, uh, "Hey, we're going to put Mickey Mouse in a really, you know, position that nobody's seen him yeah. in before," and yeah. it's not great. It's not great for selling toys. It's not great for pushing lines that are meant for kids. Like I understand their reaction. Okay, I get it. Absolutely. Yes. But in their, in this case, it's like it became this immediate meme that Batman would never do that. So that audio I played for you, that was <laughs> yes. Batman. I'm gonna play it one more time. But if I okay. do that. If I allow myself to go down into that place, I'll never come back. That's from uh, the Red Hood animated series, okay, uh, DC right. thing. And uh, that was posted by the DC animated official account. So Warner Brothers <laughs> is basically leaning into it you know, a little bit. Yes. Uh, and there was just nonstop talk all day and jokes and memes about Batman, what he would or wouldn't do. Uh, why Bruce Wayne's such a selfish lover, these sorts of things. <laughs> right. And so I couldn't help it today. I couldn't help do that. Oh, you that's whack. a hilarious one. Yeah, that's yeah. a great... Now, now that I know the context, that quote's hilarious. Yeah, that quote's great. And uh, of course, you know, Fletcher with his uh, with his Batman, I had to put that in there as well. Batman! Anyway, so we, now we've done it. We've talked about it and we're, we're, we're moving on. But it was never-ending. It just went on and on. In fact, I'm sure it'll happen more today, but if you if you Brian start noticing on Twitter or other social channels that uh, that's still a thing, you'll you'll know why now. Yeah, I got burned because I saw oh Ripley is trending. Oh, maybe they're announcing a new Ripley uh, uh, movie or something like that. And it was just people basically talking about you know you've got you're you're uh, in danger. You've got one of these four women to save you, and it's uh, Black Widow. Um, uh, who else? Let's see. Oh my God! Why can't I remember the other? The well, other one of them's Ripley, women? right? One, one of them is Ripley, yeah. right? Ripley. Oh, uh, uh, Sarah Connor. Okay. And can't remember. I think the fourth one was um, Mila Jovovich's character from Resident Evil, if I remember correctly. Okay. I'd still take. I'd take Ripley. I'd take Ripley too. Yeah. As, you know, if your name is not uh, John Connor, uh, you're not getting any help from Sarah. That's yeah. it. <laughs> I would totally take her. Dice Domino said she's a company woman. No, she's not. She freaking hates the company. She fights the company. Yeah, exactly. She's not Listen, into it. We, as we as we saw recently in our rewatching of uh, Alien. Yeah. If people would have listened to Ripley right at the beginning, yep. yeah, nothing yeah. bad would have happened. Yeah, that review that lady gave out was great. It was. Um, uh, that's a movie about a smart lady that no one listened to, and the only person that survived is the smart lady. <laughs> right. Yes, exactly. Think of that. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I'd take that. If we break quarantine, we could all die. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. It had a weird uh, knock-on effect, because I went and read... I was, I'm reading this White Knight series um, on uh, the the app. The Sorry, the DC app. So it's a, it's a Batman yeah. series. And now this is just like the last night. I'm like, oh, I can't look at you, Batman. For I can't look at you. You're just you're over over here on the screen acting all serious. But now all I can think about is you and your and your Catwoman problem. That's all I could think about while I was reading that comic. So, <laughs> internet, cut it out. Let's quit talking about Batman. Let's move on. <laughs> all right, let's move the yeah. hell on. Let's move on. Move on. Uh, all right, couple recommendations or one anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. We went to the Asian store and bought... The, I was going to bring it down here and I forgot. Um, the, we bought this Korean barbecue seaweed strips. That's the best way I can okay. describe it. It's all in <clears throat> Korean on there, so I don't know what they actually call it. But um, it looks like... Oh, do I have it here? Dang it, I don't. Uh, maybe I do. Oh, maybe I do. 
I do. All right. I have a package that I ate. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, so it's like a dried snack. Yeah, like a dried snack. You've seen these before in other gotcha. probably other yep. kinds. I've gotten them. I've gotten uh, seaweed. I think I've got one right here. As a matter of fact. Oh yeah, you got one there. Look at us with the seaweed handy. The handy seaweed. Yep. Uh oh, it does say crispy I, sea the stuff snack. I really like is the Trader Joe's organic with sea salt. Oh, those are good. Yes, we have some of those mm-hmm. as well. So we get these from this this place. They're supposed to be legit, like from Korea. I don't know if they really are. Who who the frick knows? Mm-hmm. You put a few Korean characters on there, and I'm supposed to believe you. I guess I don't know. <laughs> well, um, it's it's from Korea, Scott, because of the letter K in front of the letters B B Q. There you K-B-B-Q. go. Exactly. Yeah. So. Uh, Anyway, these are really good, super good, uh, flavory, tastes like Korean barbecue. It's a good thing I'm not crazy or I just eat them all day and then have the runs for a week. But they're really good. Uh, so I just wanted to recommend them. If you have an Asian market near you, this is called, uh, the brand is Wang Korea. Everybody Wang, Wang Korea tonight. Yeah, everybody Wang Korea tonight and eat some barbecue, crispy sea snack, Korean barbecue flavored seaweed. That's yep. very good. All right. All yeah. right. Sounds good. Highly recommend it. Uh, so there's that. I put that back in the trash where it belongs. I fished, <laughs> I fished that out of the trash. It's not something I'm used to doing. Uh, it was on top. Now, secondly, <laughs> if I told you that my wife and I had a bad incident last night with involving a pillow and salad, would you? What would you think? <laughs> what would you say when I say that? Uh, oh no! Are you saying that Kim tossed your salad? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was afraid it would go there, but but no. <laughs> It didn't happen. Uh, Here's what happened. So Kim's on the phone with my daughter, Taylor, uh, talking about plans for the weekend or something. Um, They're going to do another trip to the farmer's market or something like that. I don't know what it was, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. I'm outside. Uh, The sun is now no longer. The backyard is shaded and it's awesome. I'm sitting in one of those Anirondack chairs and just chilling. It's hot out, but it's not, you know, we're out of the sun. So I'm like, I'm eating out here tonight. And Kim made this amazing, like chili stuff. And a big, beautiful salad full of all sorts of crazy greens, which I'm a huge fan of all the all the mixed greens. I like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're outside. And I got the bowl over here on the on the arm rest of chili mm-hmm. thing. And then over here on my leg, I have my salad sitting there. <laughs> okay. Like I got right. a fork in there. And I'm sort of going back and forth. And Carter's sitting in the chair next to me, and we're chatting. And dogs are out and they're just laying and chewing their toys and stuff it's just a perfect serene nice night you know i'm done with resident evil i can just like relax with my family (laughs) nothing no no nothing to worry about on the horizon yeah and i haven't eaten you know for a while so i'm starving so it's just perfect it's just this perfect moment and i'm sitting there and all of a sudden out of nowhere my wife who's still on the phone with her left hand, which means it's not the coordinated hand. She's a right-hander. She okay. takes a whole pillow, like one of the outside throw pillows style pillows, mm-hmm. which are kind of big and thick. They're like a hard, uh, like the outside of those pillows Pillows are almost like, uh, I don't know, like camping fabric because they're outdoor yeah, pillows. right, because they have to be weather resistant and that sort of thing. Yeah. Right. She yeah. takes this thing and for some reason, which I now know what it was. She was aiming it at the dog because she's oh. mad at the uh, Rainer for begging and I didn't oh, even see gotcha. Rainer begging. Okay. I didn't see her. So she takes this pillow and just left hand lobs it and misses the dog completely. <laughs> hits me at full force. And this salad explodes all over me. Ranch dressing everywhere. Oh, no. Now all three dogs are running around trying to get fragments, you know. 
<laughs> like, yeah, the the begging paid off. For yeah, them. it did. It actually did. The time they just waited me out, and it worked. Yeah, but I got I got like dressing all over me, lettuce everywhere. Carter was like flabbergasted. She couldn't believe what she was seeing. And now Kim is trying to still have a phone conversation and and be all serious face over there, even yeah. though she had done what she had done. But she can't help but start cracking up. And I'm just annoyed. I'm just covered in yeah. stuff. Yeah, hey, your salad's gone. Yeah, my salad's gone. My You're salad's gone. It. <laughs> and then Rain, and then Ripley's licking my pants. That's no good. She's a Weimaraner. She's giant. She's got a tongue the size of a human head. <laughs> So right. anyway, I guess the point is, I don't Ugh. know what the lesson here is. It's just don't let your wife throw pillows at things. I don't know. I, don't I know. guess. What's the takeaway? A- what would you have done? Tina tosses this pillow, throws salad all over you. Do you laugh? Do you get mad? What do you do? I, obviously, I mean, it's me. Come on. Of course I laugh. Um, <laughs> but uh, but it, it'll be preceded by a few expletives and a, and a look at her while she's on the phone with one of these. Yeah, like, what was that? What are you doing? <laughs> Which is what I did. I was looking at her going, really? Yeah. Are we really? What yeah. happened? Like, but, then I'll, but then I'll laugh, yeah. Yeah, then that. you'll laugh it off. Well, that's what I did, so I guess we, I guess it all went the way it was supposed Man, to. Man, yeah. Uh, we, we don't really, I mean, I guess Daisy begs sometimes, but she really just, she waits until we're done eating, and then she just scours the uh, the floor of the uh, the kitchen at the the table where we eat and never finds anything. Yeah. She found something once maybe 5 years ago and ever since then thinks oh this will be the day. This will be the day that I find something on the floor yeah. that I can eat. But um uh yeah, she's not much of a beggar. She's a she's a scavenger. Oh, scavenging and begging very different. There's a good line. Very different things, yeah. exactly. Uh so so I feel like part of this I, the look in her face was almost like all those times you pulled my emergency brake when I told you not to. I'm getting you back for that. This is her way of getting back. Now, good thing it was the salad and not the chili, though, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I was grateful for that. Like, there was a silver lining. I was like, well, this could mm-hmm. be on my lap instead of this. But right. then again, I got, right. like, you know, oily milk freaking. Yeah, ranch dressing isn't. Uh... But they were shitty shorts, so it's not that big a deal. Like, it was fine. <laughs> it was fine. So it's all okay well, in the you end. You just wash them. Here's the other thing, though. Yeah, I've never told yeah. anyone this, I don't think. I may bring it Ooh. up again on Skim, but she has this thing she does with me that I think is more annoying than all the things I've ever done to her, which is in the car, if she's driving or not, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. She could be driving. I could be driving. She could be in the passenger seat. doesn't matter. As long as she, is the only thing that where it would be weird is she was in the back seat, but she's never back there. So here's what she does. She will be chewing gum. Mm-hmm. Gum will be getting old. We'll be flinging down some highway, whatever, and she'll roll down my window. My window. Your window. My yeah. window. Uh, well, Not which her makes window. sense. Okay. Okay. So mine across, way across from her where I am. Yes. Yes. She'll roll down that window and then she'll go and spit her gum <laughs> right past my eyeballs. Just like this way. Out now, is she window. driving in the right lane? Uh, yeah, uh, oh, good question. Because in other words, like if she were to roll down her window, yeah. if she's in the right lane and she rolls down her window and throws the gum out, there's the chance that it's going to kind of fly up and hit the car behind her, hit right. the car next to her, that sort of thing. Right. But if, that, hmm. but if she's in the right lane and she does that, then yeah, it goes into the, under the side of the road and not a big deal. Not a big deal, right? And and she's, uh-huh. uh, you know, I wish I could say I don't know if gum is very biodegradable or not, but 
you know, putting yeah. aside if, the literary. The stories we learned in, in middle school are correct. Seven yeah. years is how long gum lasts before <laughs> yeah. it dissolves and biodegrades. <laughs> Even in a, At least a, in a, your stomach. Yeah, yeah, in your acidic stomach. Somehow it lasts seven years. Imagine right. in an open area. Who knows? I guess not, and it's probably littering. I'm, I'm not here to judge her for that. What I'm judging her for is spinning mm-hmm. a piece of gum inches from my face while the wind rushes by and who knows what that wind's going to do right it's, and it's a, here's yeah, her it's reasoning a, it's a drop of water on jeff goldblum's hand is exactly. what it is i mean that thing could go any direction uh <laughs> exactly now here's what she says is her reason for doing it she says she does it for two reasons one if she went her side there's a better chance of it blowing back because it's just right there where the window is and at least with my with the distance, she and her theory is she has more momentum on the gum, so the gum's I, not going to. I whip disagree back. with that. I feel I completely like completely uh, disagree. Completely. It loses. It's losing momentum every second that, or every millisecond that it's traveling. It's not gaining momentum. It's losing momentum. Right. It's not going to hit it's, exactly. Yeah. It's not going to hit like freaking terminal velocity because she's across right. from me. It's not right. Gonna exactly. Yes. So anyway, that's number one. Number two, she just likes to annoy me, and that's her way. So. I guess what I'm saying is, should I feel so bad about the emergency brake pop noise thing? No, nope, probably I don't think not. So. Not after this. Yeah, plus plus aerosol droplets. <laughs> Lemonade, I'm not worried. Kim and I live together. I'm not worried about that. If she yeah. got, look, if during this whole COVID thing, if, if she it got was COVID, an issue for these two, then it would it would have reared its ugly head a long time. Oh ago. yeah, we'll share in whatever disease is floating around. It's fine. And we'll we'll if avoid. she has if she had um if she had buffalo wing sauce on her fingers though. Would you lick it off? <laughs> oh, you want an honest answer? <laughs> yes. I I think I oh, wonder what circumstance would I want to do that? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think I could. I can't do that. Ah, oh, anyone's hand. <laughs> like even like little when my kids were tiny, like little yeah. babies, they're yeah. just perfect little beans of humanity. And you can just like. You know, one of their hands is in your mouth. You play a game with them. Ah, you know, whatever. Big deal. Yeah, yeah, Kids, of course. Fingers, of course. whatever. But even then, the minute you put barbecue sauce on their hand, I don't think I can do that either, dude. Wow. I can't even lick my own. I can't even lick my own. I know. That's the thing. Uh, I mean, I guess it's you licked your own before you licked hers, probably. I don't think I could do it. Is anyone else like me that way? There's got to be someone else. It can't just be me that's weird about hmm. that. Right. I'm sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's going to be people out there. I don't even know why it's gross. Way. I don't even think it's that gross. I don't know why I don't like it. Like, is it is it a texture <laughs> thing? Is it the fingers are... I don't so, know. I don't know. So there's a... Uh, this will, this will have a little bit of story set up, but um, I finished doing all of the um, the 8mm the films that uh, to get ready for this weekend, the family reunion weekend. I've got a whole folder full of videos that I need to move over to my laptop so that I can show them on the the big TV that we have at our at our Airbnb. Airbnb. I've moved on to doing cassettes for my mom because oh. um, I still have a video converter set up here. Yeah. So I'm going through and finding, like she basically has a bunch of old um, Carnival Cruise videos. One of them has me doing karaoke in 1991. Mm. Oh my god! I've got to find. That's crazy. <laughs> Wow. Wow. And um, have not found it yet. I'm crossing my fingers that I can find it. That's great. I need I to do doing, s- uh, oh, I need to Shout do by, uh, the well, not the Isley Brothers, Brothers version, but the um, Otis Day and the Nights version from Animal House. 
Wait, the song. Sh- oh, shop. No, 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 shop. Yeah, yeah. Okay. a little bit louder now. A little bit louder yeah, now. That, that one. one. It's not the same shop um, I grew up with. Yeah. yeah, as opposed to Tears for Fears, <laughs> right. which, <I> which have <laughs> right. been really popular on a cruise ship full of the elderly. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even picture it. These are all the things I could do without. Come on. Uh, I did kind of right. did the. Uh, the Avenged Sevenfold version or whoever. I know there's somebody heavy that does a cover of it. Anyway, so uh, I'm going through these tapes. One of these tapes, my mom used to work for a travel agency. Yeah. And that's actually how we we went on a couple of these cruises, got really good um, good deals. And um, But one of the tapes that I recorded was a promotional tape for the, the Carnival Ecstasy, I think is what it's called. And wow. this thing is 1987, 88. Oh, it was disturbed. Okay, I was. I wasn't thinking. I was thinking. It was oh disturbed. yeah, shout did disturb. Or I'm sorry, disturbed did shout. <laughs> disturbed did do shout. Right. Yeah. Um, anyway, so like late 80s, and this tape is as 80s as hell. It is like a promo video that you would show somebody to entice them to come on the cruise. But only travel agents would have this. They, you know, would say, well, you know, there's always a cruise if you'd like to kind of get out and see. Uh, see uh, the world but only uh the places close to water and uh you'd like to live on a big floating hotel with legionnaire's disease this is the travel option for you sure that sounds all right <laughs> so um it's these it's this couple and it's the absolute cheeseballiest tropey couple of like oh that's your fourth dessert hal <laughs> you know and you know, she's like getting on his case but he's uh you know, they're, they're, everything's inters, interspersed with, and on this ship, you've got these lovely amenities. And look, it's Midnight Buffet. And then it cuts to them at the Midnight Buffet. Oh, I think I'll have another one of those. And he's licking his finger, like he's he's grabbing stuff from the from the buffet. Yeah. And then like, you know, oh, it's a piece of pie. And he's grabbing it. And like, oh, got pie on my finger. Mm, uh, that's really good. And uh, licks his finger again. And then goes back in for crab legs or something. I'm like, oh, oh that's, that's horrible. That's horrible. Yeah. See, okay. While you were telling that, that's a great story. I'm. I. It yeah. made me. It made me think of what circumstance I would. Do oh, what circumstance you'd lick a uh, hot, uh, hot uh, buffalo sauce off of Kim's finger? Yes. Well, sort of. If it. <laughs> <laughs> if it was a mannequin that I knew complete history of, in other words, let's let's say a brand new manufactured mannequin cleaned dip its hand in the sauce i could lick that off there without feeling too weird well, about it. Uh, whatever it's, it's like you're licking it off a plate it's a piece of plastic that that <laughs> right that's about it that's all i can do if that's so in the shape to of the hand a fake finger yeah yeah i don't know why i can't do it i don't know what it is oh yeah what if it was kim cattrall still i wouldn't from mannequin what if she was mannequin she built this city. I always think of that wrong, movie. Uh, that close. R- right group, wrong song. Wait, hold on. It's the other one. Nothing's gonna stop us now. If you In have a world that's full of lovers, yeah. we'll still have each other. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, Red Fraggle. <laughs> Amy says, yeah, that's just a chopstick, Scott. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, exactly no, that's right. a fair point. I guess I'll have to think about this more. I don't know. I yeah. Mean, when are we, by the way, when are we uh, when are we watching Mannequin for Film Sack? Oh my lord! That's a movie that that I think 
if uh, the people around me that I went and saw it with weren't enjoying it so much, I might have walked out of. Oh, that that you had that bad of a time. <sighs> Such a dumb movie. I feel dumb. so bad for James Spader yep. and uh, Andrew McCarthy. Kim Cattrall even. Kim Cattrall. Yeah. I feel bad um, for all of them. Everybody involved in that. Yeah. It's a terrible movie. I feel just as bad for, see, Andrew McCarthy, man, for as many good things as he did. You know, your St. Elmo's fires and your um, less than zero. Is he, was he in less than zero? I don't know. No, is that just Downey Jr. and James Spader? Who was, the, think, who was uh, in... Uh, uh, oh, Pretty in Pink, of course. Oh, Don't. yeah, yeah. Who was in Soul um, Man? Is that him in Soul Man? No, let's see Thomas Howell. Oh, Soul, Soul Man, Man was difficult. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. But, yeah. uh, no, you know, Weekend at Bernie's, uh, Mannequin, uh, we really, we really, for a while there with um, 80s comedy, just just gave up right mm-hmm. just decided to pander to the uh the, the lowest common denominator yeah and chat we're sorry we are saying Catrell. we mean Catrell. we get it we know Cattrall. we know it's Cattrall. Kim Cattrall. Yeah. oh amy he was in less than zero so wait, wait it was who was the what it was jamie gertz right so it was jamie gertz robert downey jr and uh, james spader was the drug dealer i don't remember this at all why don't i remember this less than zero um, movie Less than huh. zero? Is that right? Less less than zero. Nineteen eighty seven. Okay. I, well, this is not. I I can't believe I've never heard of this. It's like uh, it's like if if um, John Hughes decided to do a an after school special. Oh, well, um, that it's, kind of it's deal. written after a book, and it's a, re- a really good book, apparently, uh, by Brett Easton Ellis. I've never read the book, but um, Tina did. She loves this movie. It's also the movie that gave us uh, going back to Cali. I think was the was um a soundtrack feature well uh anthony kiedis and flea are in that of course they are <laughs> probably as drug dealers yeah they are well no it says they're yeah. bandmates but some fake band yeah so there's that all right well <laughs> what a what a that sounds terrible i don't want to see that ever i don't yeah. want to see that so squid's mixtape are you thinking about uh saved by zero by the fix because uh this movie was named after the uh, Elvis Costello song, Less Than Zero. Oh. I, I don't Veronica, believe it has, that guy. Yeah. That guy, yes. I don't believe there's any connection to the fix. No. <laughs> but the, unless unless it were like they said Saved by Zero as an alternative. Maybe they did. Yeah. You never Perhaps know. they did. You never know. All but right. there's, there have been a lot of uh, um, movies named after Elvis Costello songs, haven't there? Uh Less than zero. Um, Deep impact. I mean, I came up with a. I had a whole. Uh, I guess the connection that was. Um, yeah. There was Elvis Costello songs that were also movies. I said deep impact, but I know that's not true. Uh, let's see. He did. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Hazy Shade of Winter by the Bangles was on that soundtrack too. Oh, I like that song. Mm-hmm. That might be my favorite Bangles song. The rest of it was too commercial. I really like that song. Though. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Uh, all right. Well, enough of that. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> Lemonade. Seriously, if you've ever heard Elvis Costello talk, he says Elvis Costello is one of those fake voice effects that grate on me. What? If you've ever heard Elvis Costello talk, you'd know that that's not. There's nothing fake about that voice. That is fake. Fake vocal effects. What is he talking yeah, about? His fake voice effects. Like basically, he puts. He does an affectation with his voice that is. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, is is fake. You know, I'd say uh, well, just his voice. Dave Matthews is the biggest offender of of fake voice affectation. 
What does he do? He me... wakes up in the morning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> goes to work and is in my home. Hi, I'm Dave Matthews. And he'll never does offering. <laughs> Uh, I uh, I 100% agree, Lennon. Or, uh, 100% disagree, Lennonade. That he lays it on thick. I don't think it's, he lays it on thick at all. I think it's, it's just it his is voice. genuine. But it it's a you know if you don't like his voice, you don't like his voice. That's, yeah, it's what makes him Elvis Costello, though. That's his exactly. Voice. Yep. <laughs> the Dave Matthews thing is great. I haven't thought about him in a long time. Are they still a band? Him and his band? Are they? I think so. Yeah, okay. I think so. All right. I feel like that's. Uh, I feel like that ended in the '90s, but I guess not. Dave Matthews Band here they are still, still rocking yeah. it. It says in the 2010s we got the uh, what was their last album? Okay, we got. Uh, it doesn't say. Okay. Oh, tw- <laughs> 2018. There was an album. Uh, come, come tomorrow, and before that, away hmm. from the world in 2012. So it's been Pretty, you know yeah. spotty, spotty. I still think of uh, anytime you say Dave Matthews. I think mm-hmm. of um, uh, Jeremy Piven. I don't know why. Mm. I connect those really? two guys every time. Yeah, you know what? Because they look alike. Yeah. Now that you say that. That might be it. That yeah, might be for it. sure. I just think of Jeremy Piven, and when I see Jeremy Piven, I think of Dave Matthews. That's just the way it is. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, uh, you're not wrong. I'm not wrong. All right. Check this out. Yes. Time for the news brought to you by... Uh, brought to you by the Hit Me One More Time podcast. Now, listen, uh, this is a uh, uh, a podcast that was put together by David Luzetter, who was the winner of season two of America's Next Stop Podcaster. Sorry, Bobby Franks, who's in the chat room. Um, this is uh, Nick Samuxnis, Sir Muxnis. I'm sure I'm getting that wrong. And David Luzader, basically, they have a guest on every time to talk about something from the past that um, that their guest really loves and knows a lot about to see if it still holds up. Uh, you can find it on Spotify. You can find it on the website. Uh, hit me one more time. I was on uh, episode 52 to talk about Micronauts because oh, yeah. I love Micronauts. And, yeah. You've talked yeah. about that before, your favorite toy growing up. Favorite toy line growing up and, and um, talking about it with them reminded me about all the, the comic books, the Marvel comics for a while, the the um the toys when they came back out from palisades and um you know this was this was a thing that um that uh uh oh and i can't remember the company it wasn't was it mattel mm, i can't remember who, who made them but might have been hasbro hasbro was it hasbro or- is that right I don't know. Galoob? Was it Galoob? It's the company that has G.I. Joe as well and um, Rom the Space Knight and... Well, definitely not Mego chat room. That's not it. Um, Hold on, Micronauts. Might be Mego, actually, now that now that I see Mego. Is it Mego? Yeah. And basically, they went up and snatched up every license to sci-fi TV movies that they could get and they missed out on Star Wars and that was the thing the one thing that if they would have gotten then all this stuff would have still survived but they got completely flattened and oh it is Mego okay it is Mego (laughs) I had no idea that seemed wrong to me but whatever yep uh, anyway, so episode 52 is uh, is my episode, so go check it out. Uh, hit me one more time, the podcast from uh, David Luzader and Nick Sermusknes. 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 There you go. He's a, he's a Harry Potter character. 
or something. <laughs> he's, a, he's a Harry Potter curse. Yep. There you go. Uh, they've done Mystery Men's, uh, Twinkies, King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table, yeah. uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog. I mean, it's all over the place. <laughs> it's all over the place. It's yeah. Sometimes it's comic books. Sometimes it's movies. Sometimes it's toys. It's great. And uh, yeah, years ago, I, I like years and years and years ago, I got on eBay and bought a big box. It was like basically a lot of miscellaneous uh, Micronauts pieces. Oh, wow. And got this thing, laid them all out on the table, and from that $20, $30 box, I was able to put together about eight complete toys. Wow. Uh, You still have them? uh, them I do still have them, yeah. Yeah, because my original box got thrown away when I went to college. Oh, college my parents threw them my parental them stuff throw away college stuff i hate that everyone's oh. got a story like that i hate it my mad magazines oh yeah oh man yeah yeah i had so many and they were all oh whatever now i don't want i don't want to think about it <laughs> yeah don't think about it, scott forget about it just move on move on i'm gonna check ebay later for mad magazines all right there you go well well done <laughs> yours might be up there <laughs> they might be up there yeah someone else is selling my yeah. shit bastards all right, check this out. Uh, a Publix customer. You don't have those. That's a, a South We do thing. not have Publix, yeah. Yeah, the Southern deal. Uh, Publix. Publix. A, a puppet of the pubics. Anyway. Uh, Publix customers hit man with boxes and sausages after he stabbed an employee. Look at that. Look at the look at the crowdsourced uh, redemption happening there. Right, so cool. much stuff. Publix customers hit man with boxes like it was a group of customers hit man with boxes of sausages yep. after he stabs an employee. This happened in North Miami, Florida. There you go. The, uh, All right, next story. <laughs> at the uh, supermarket, uh, they hit a man on the head with a box of sausages after he... Oh, it was boxes of sausages, not boxes and. Okay. After he allegedly stabbed an employee in the neck multiple times. Jeez. Alan Pierre Luis, age 32, from Miami, Florida, allegedly uh, waited outside of the public supermarket located on a certain place. His name was not Jimmy Dean? Damn. Not Jimmy Dean. Trying to get revenge for the (laughs) off-brand they're carrying. Right. Um, Let's see. On Tuesday for more than an hour while they waited for employees to arrive from work, according to the North Miami Police Department. Uh, The police alleged that Pierre Luis, 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 uh, then spotted the victim in the meat department located in the back of the store, quickly walked over to him carrying a yellow towel and a large knife and went, got him mm. in the neck. Jeez. And then some early morning customers were like, not on our watch. And they, yeah, not while we've got these boxes of sausages. That's right. They're frozen. Take that, you bastard. <laughs> and they fought him off. And uh, the good news is the victim is doing okay and uh, will recover from their stabbage. That's pretty rough, though. You don't want to get stabbed because, you know, you hit arteries and stuff. Yeah. That's what I've learned. That's a guy that I wouldn't want to meet in a supermarket. No. Meet in the meat department. I don't want to uh-huh. meet. Thank you very much. Thank meet you. Him. You got that. Yeah, yes. I got it. That's pretty good. Oh, Bobby Franks used to work at a Publix when he was in school. Let's see what he says really? about it. He says, has a great story about a Publix manager who ran down a guy trying to steal crab legs. Chased him and tackled him down on the street and after getting a ride on the back of a pickup truck from some rednecks that were parked in front of the store. <laughs> Bobby, wow. why don't you just send our news in and we'll just read your news. Let's do that. Mm. Bobby Franks. If only. <laughs> Florida news. No, he's not in Florida. He's in uh, North Carolina. For, uh, sorry, South Carolina. Right. South Carolina. Yeah. The the dumber one. Just kidding. That's terrible to say. <laughs> oh, I say that because I have two friends that live there and I'm giving them a hard time. Plus, Chad. Yes. Chad, you're listening. 
you know, you know, it's just fun. It's a fun little poke. <laughs> Bobby agrees. He says he it says is. it is. <laughs> it is yeah. <laughs> All right, I, I kid. Uh, Where's Duke? Uh huh. There's your answer. A man with thirty nine rhymes with knives. Wives. Mm. There's no good transition. Nice segue. Nice yeah. segue. A man with thirty nine wives, uh, head of the world's largest family in the world, died in India. He's an Indian guy. Oh. Yeah. A uh, 76-year-old man had 39 wives, 94 children, and was said to be the head of the world's largest family. Died in the northeast side of India, according to probably the from minister. exhaustion. Yeah, I would. I mean, 94 <laughs> kids. I don't know how much contact you have with them, but holy! I bet crap. he does what Batman doesn't. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. Uh, although 39, you don't even have enough days of the month to have everyone get their own day. Right. Yeah. No. This is. Uh... <laughs> This was the big love series. This was the big love pitch that didn't work. <laughs> well, that show was good. Uh, Ziana Chana, the head of the local Christian sect uh, there that allows for polygamy, died on Sunday. Uh, Zoram Thenga, the chief minister of Mizoram, uh, and also who goes by uh, one name, said in a tweet. Okay, so this is this Mizoram person is called just Mizoram. Anyway, with a total of 167 members of the family, the family is the world's largest, according to local media, uh, although this depends on whether you count the grandchildren, uh, of which he has 33. Jeez. Wow. Why wouldn't you count the grandkids? You may as well put them in there. Yeah. And count the whole Depends deal. on if you count the grandchildren as part of the family. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if they're all living in the same compound. I think you count everybody. Yeah. Jeez. <gasps> Hold on. We have a visitor. Let's see what we got here. Hold on. Okay. Speaking of little grandchildren, come here, buddy. Aw, let's see how much hair he has now. Hi, what do you have? He still he, he still a... hovers in. Still hovers in. <laughs> do you want to say anything to everybody? What do you want to say? <laughs> what's this? Hold on. What's this? What's this? Dino. Oh, it's a dino. Oh, he's got dino. a dino. That's weird. He's. I say that because he's obsessed with dinosaurs. Thanks. I'll see him soon. I didn't know Aww. he was coming today. Bye bye. See you soon. Well, it doesn't look like we've got time for Jerry today. Hey, thanks. <laughs> That's our show, everybody. Uh... <laughs> let's spend time with man. Moment is brought to you by the rest of the show. All right. Uh, let's see. <laughs> so anyway, that guy died. Now we don't know what they're going to do. Oh, he had a private bedroom in this place. Holy crap. Well, I mean, you would have had to, right? I guess so. You mean that was just for him, like to get some sleep without? <laughs> I guess so. Wives? I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, at that age, you know, you're probably not, I don't know, you guys still making the babies? Maybe you are. I don't know what you do. How old are his wives? We don't know that. Anyway, hmm. uh, he is going to, uh, he'll be missed by his, <laughs> I hope they had money, you know, it's a lot of people, I hope you had money. At to some like... point, those 39 wives have to start taking care of each other, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Brian, Brian is still... Brian's still on that whole, how are they all going to satisfy themselves sexually? <laughs> That's right, exactly. Yeah. Where's Batman now is what I'd say. Right. Exactly. Uh, all right. There's a petition going out right now. I like this a lot. Uh, literally a petition urging Jeff Bezos, former CEO and current founder of Amazon. He's not the CEO anymore. Do you know that? They got a new guy. Do you know that? Yeah, we talked about it with Tom uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, right. I never remember his name, but... Uh, it's not it's not as member, memorable as Bezos. Yep. I think his name uh translated means 
you have to go to talk to Congress all the time. I don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> right. Yes, exactly. Uh, but anyway, a petition is now urging Jeff Bezos to buy and eat the Mona Lisa. <laughs> um, and there are a lot of signatures on this thing. So uh, oh, this is geez. a petition. that want They want him to eat it. And it's gotten what this article calls hundreds of signatures. I'm not sure I'd call that a lot, but not in the internet time we're living in. Anyway, nobody has eaten the Mona Lisa, and we feel Jeff Bezos needs to take a stand and make this happen, says the petition. Uh, went up a year ago on change.org and has gained hundreds of signers. Uh, uh, Thursday reads? Batman s- would eat the Mona Lisa. <laughs> Batman would totally eat the Mona Lisa. <laughs> I mean, it does seem like an Elon Musk thing, but also I think somebody said, um, uh, I think, I think I could no, be wrong. If, on my, this. if you were to ask me who, who which, you know, uh, internet celebrity would eat the Mona Lisa, would buy and eat the Mona Lisa, it'd be Shkreli. Does he have enough money though? Martin Shkreli. He doesn't have enough money. He got I don't know if he does anymore. He did it one time. Yeah, but he didn't have Instead billions. of buying that Wu-Tan Clan album, he could have bought the Mona Lisa. Because my guess is you're going to pay. If you could buy the Mona Lisa, you're going to pay multiple yeah. billions. Yeah. Exactly. So I don't think Shkreli was ever in the running. But no, he w- they should just make one out of uh, peptide cake and yeah. make him eat that one. There you go. A peptide cake. Where peptide you got cake. A, a telephone and Data's chest or whatever. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. I remember that. Um it is currently in the Louvre in Paris and is owned by the French government, so you'd have to fight them for it, I suppose. Uh, I think he took the top slot again. Over, oh, really? Yeah, I think he's now richest man again. Uh, he keeps he, he, Him and Elon Musk keep going back and forth for some reason. Hmm. Uh, these, he also made news recently for uh, not only being worth $200 billion, but uh, having a plan to take his 11-minute trip to space. In uh, the Blue Origin's first crew uh, flight scheduled for July 20th. It's a lot sooner than you think. And they got one guy going with him who won the auction to go. He had to, he, the auction, or he won, or see, so he had, he has to pay 28000 or excuse me, $28 million just to go up there for 10 minutes. Uh, I guess oh, wow. if you had the money and $28 million meant nothing to you, would you? I mean, Hey, okay. It'd have to be longer than eleven minutes. I want if I'm paying that much, I want to go to the uh, I want to go to the space station. I want to go to the ISS. Oh, well, I don't think they have any way to do that yet, or do they? Well, I guess yeah. they do because they no, take they, people up not there. With but... this, not with this rocket. No. Right. So if I said yeah. to you though, okay, so let's say I'm Elon Musk, I, or, or, or or I'm Jeff Bezos, I come to you, sure, and I say, Brian, uh, we can get you on this flight to, to ten minutes in space. You are currently worth two billion dollars. Okay. We just like you to take a measly twenty-eight million from that, and, and if I'm worth two, if I'm worth two billion. You say, yeah, yeah, I'd do it. You do it for that. You do it for that because that's I'd like chump for, change yeah. at that point, right? It's like nothing. it's all relative based on the, um, uh, and it's two point eight million, right? It's not twenty-eight million. Oh, I thought it was twenty-eight million. Point, Did I have that? Wrong? No, two point eight million. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. No, I totally do that for two point eight million. It's also going to charity. Um, that's important to note. That money's not being. What uh, all right? What thing? What uh, uh, collectible that you have? Perhaps right around you or in another room? What collectible would you reluctantly trade for an eleven-minute trip to space? Would it have to be one I really like, or can it just be? That's that's the word reluctant because it can't just be. Well, yeah, I'd I'd give my uh, uh, you know my solar solar powered stitch bobber you know i'd say you know that'd be too easy but it's got to be something you'd be like oh it'd be so hard to part with it but i would do it to to go up in space for i don't 
know. Uh, probably that that um, fist and gun thing. The, the what's his name made Andrew uh, made for oh our, yeah the uh, oh yeah because that is one of a kind yeah probably that I love that thing I'll never let that go so yes I think that would be the one I would trade I mean if I had to reluctantly do it I'd probably do that what would you what yeah. would you give <laughs> we both look back at our all of our shite yeah <laughs> look at all this what would I send I uh <laughs> I swear I would not trade the tempest machine. That that's a no. How about the Vectrix? I'd do the Vectrix. That's good. That's because that would be I would be I'd struggle. Okay. Uh with that. I yes. would too. Yeah. If I had one, I would I would struggle with that. That would be hard. I would love to get a Vectrix. I've i I'm seeing them online. Good ones. If they're in good condition with the controllers and like working condition, they're like two grand. If they're broken, they're like six hundred. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, this one still plays and I can I've got a bunch of cartridges, and I can still play it. Have I played it in the last year? No, I have not played it in the last year. How many year, times have you played it? You probably played it when you first got it a little bit. I played it a lot when I first got it. I played every every cartridge, yeah. but mostly Star Castle, because yeah. I love Star Castle. Star Castle's so great. That is the game. That's the game that's made for the Vectrex. Yeah. I mean, come on. It's like it has to be. Um, I, I put a lot of quarters in Star Castle. After that first couple weeks... Since then, like if we if we say since then, how much have I played it? Maybe three times since that first initial week. Well, this is what we do with our collectibles: we put them down, we let them collect us, but we have them. You know, we have them. Yeah, uh, yeah. That that. All right, arcade- so Fox News has the article wrong, by the way. So it is twenty eight million, but this this article we have says the highest bid to join Bezos on the short flight is two point eight million. Oh, so they screwed up. But apparently it is twenty eight. Yes. Okay. So Fox News. Well, getting yeah. it wrong yeah, usually the most accurate uh of the news sources well i'm told they're fair and balanced that's what i've heard <laughs> that's right exactly yeah 28 so million thank okay you for all of you thank you for all of you who uh, in all caps said 28 million thank you oh. all of you well i'm i'm just glad to know i wasn't going crazy because i swore i read that somewhere but i guess yeah so. Yeah. So, uh, 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 what was I going to say? Well, it all goes to charity, so that's cool. So that's that is a that's nice cool. side Good. of it. But uh, uh, ten minutes in space is—I don't know. I think I'd, I'd rather have ten minutes in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> what was that called? Seven minutes in heaven? seven minutes in heaven. Yeah the, yeah, the closet game. Yeah, I don't know that I ever got to participate in that. I know other people I knew did, but I never got to be, never got to make uh, out with somebody. In the I closet. did once, and. We basically chuckled and did nothing for seven minutes. Oh man, I know. And it, you know, just for, just I kind of regret it. It was you like here's an opportunity it. for my young wife to to you know to have yeah. a great story. But no, but you were a nice and, guy, and you weren't like going to be all grody. I you know? guess. Yeah, I, that's I why guess. I think I wouldn't have done well either. I, thought, I don't think I would have. Yeah. Would've. What would a Batman? What would Batman have done in the uh, in seven minutes in heaven? I mean, according to DC, nothing. He wouldn't have done anything. <laughs> That's right. He just would have said, oh, <laughs> my parents, my parents, oh, my parents. Oh. <laughs> Martha. Martha. Oh, why'd you say that name? Yeah, that's all it would be. All right. Oh, I'm looking at Star Castle's Wikipedia page and getting all like missed out. Oh, here. that game is so great. It is great. It was one of my favorite arcade games ever. And when yeah. it came yeah. to the Vectrix, I was like, well, of course it is. Because you can't, nobody's doing yeah. Vector at home. Right, exactly. Oh. Like this has uh, there's a there's an asteroids clone on there. There's like a um, it's like a battle zone. Of course, Lunar Lander. There, there's a great Lunar Lander version on there. Yeah, isn't there like a battle zone type game? 
Um, I don't know if I, there probably is one for it, but I don't know if I have a, a battle zone game mm, for that thing. Damn. Yeah, I'm setting up a, um, once the, so I still have stuff set up from all the computers I had to get out, be, uh, you know, to, to redeploy. Yeah. Um, because there are still quite a few that have to be redeployed and there's five that, um, that are still either unsold from eBay or have come back or have gotten since. Mm. So I still have a few more to get out, but, um, once that stuff is out of there, then that's where all the video game stuff, the cover cave that I built with Mark Spagnolo, yeah. the Vectrax, all that stuff is going to, is going to go. And, that's awesome. uh, after talking with uh, Schleicher yesterday, no. Mm. <laughs> and a listener uh, named Ken who helped me find it. I um I picked up Marvel Pinball. You found one? one up. I found one. Oh my gosh. It, uh a guy named Ken found it online for me and um same price as buying it new and it was new, still mint in box, like un this the box, the outer box and the inner box still sealed. Mm. Set it up last night. It's sitting over there. Marvel pinball. Cool. And, uh, Look at oh, you with your so little fun. arcade. You get some. It's so freaking fun. You get like a whiskey bar next to it. You're set for life. You're good. I think so. Well, it's it's going like all that's in the poker table area. So like there's the the corner with all the comics and all the comic stuff, and then right next to it is going to be the uh, the arcade. I might move Tempest over there. That's great. Yeah, you should move Tempest. Well, it's a pretty good background yeah. item too. But yeah, I get it is a good background it. item. But it's you know. I get it makes sense to have it all in the same place, right? I get you. Um, yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Justin will be here. Got a hot new project I think we're all going to want to hear about. And uh, I'm excited to hear about it. Oh. So we're going to do that in a minute. Before that, though, we got to play some music. So do you have some music? Sure. And this is a band that, that I love, and I'm so glad we finally get to play them. This is a band that I heard about years ago, and I think one of their albums got recommended to me. Well, now, thanks to Dead Oceans and Grandstand Media... Uh, I'm playing a Japanese breakfast song for you. Now, Japanese breakfast just got some some um, love from E3 because um, they're doing the soundtrack to the new game Sable, which oh, comes out right. September 23rd on Xbox yeah. and PC. Demo demo coming to PC soon, uh, so you'll be able to hear some of that and check that out, uh, I think, in a week or two or something. They're going to have an early demo of that thing. So Cool. Yeah. Cool. And, uh, really and yeah, so this the, the band Japanese breakfast... breakfast um, does the soundtrack to that uh, a couple months ago they released the album jubilee and um uh we've got permission to play their song be sweet uh from the song from this album by the way the sims 4 cottage living also comes out <laughs> soon wow. and features a version of the song you're about to hear but redone in simlish oh so, no way awesome yes. That's great. So, uh, so there you go. There's that as well. Here's the band Japanese Breakfast with the song "Be Sweet" from their album Jubilee.
right. We don't talk loud enough. Our hair is a mess. We have a bad attitude. We don't eat right. Our face breaks out and we look like yesterday's pizza. Our breath could stop a train, and our personality is so boring it resembles oatmeal. Too expensive, the dog has to die. Man who can catch fly with chopstick, accomplish anything. This is the morning stream. Welcome back to the program. That song again is "Be Sweet" by the band Japanese Breakfast, and um, uh, a great, great, uh, great song. Go listen to the Simlish version that just got revealed on the for the trailer for The Sims Four Cottage Living. Very cool. I like. Which what I'm I guessing heard. is there is there Animal Crossing, right? Is it Cottage uh, Living? Is yeah, there? I think so. Um, yes, I'm going to say yes to that. There was a whole bunch of indie stuff this week, then some of and one of them was that. And it looked good. Yeah, I like all that yeah. kind of stuff. So I'm super into the indie scene. Yeah, how could uh, you not? How uh, could we not? Indeed, let's get right to it here, folks. I'm going to play this. These are their stories. Do, 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 do. Oh, I'm terrible with names. As you can hear and tell, Justin Robert Young joining us all the way from Houston, not Houston, sorry, Austin, Texas. <laughs> I don't know why I said right Houston. state. Yeah, right state. Wrong. Uh, wrong. About three and a half hours south. Yeah. A little hotter too, right? A little hotter there. Than more you humid, more yeah. humid uh, 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 down there, and it's it, it's it's a little humid up here, but uh, but down there, and I'm from South Florida, where it is no slouch in terms of humidity. It, it literally is sandwiched between an ocean and a swamp. So yeah. there's there's a lot of there's a lot of humidity in South Florida, and I've never experienced anything as humid as Houston. Wow! Oh wow! Well, and I've been in Houston. I remember being pretty humid, but I don't remember being that humid. I mean, you, you, I think the humidity has served you well your entire life because you've got like, you know, golden apple skin and uh, the rest of us look like garbage. Mm -hmm. So humidity, (laughs) good for the skin is my, is my, I'm a very oily man though. (laughs) It was something that was foretold to me as but a youth that, uh, all, all my, my other family members were like, look, you're going to really pay for it in high school. Mm. Like there's no way in middle school, there's no other way to do it. You're just going to get big, ugly acne. Everybody's had it. it it's never pretty. You're, you're never going to be the bell of the ball for uh, your, 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 your uh, you know, middle school and high school years. But understand this, that's just the down payment for the fact that, you know, it, it you're going to be okay. Sure. Like, like decades later, yeah, it's going to pay off the fact that you are an endless font of grease. Yeah, you'll be a you'll be a, <laughs> a, a moisturized individual. Um, did anyone yes, ever say right. this to you in high school? I'm going to play a clip here. Did anyone ever say these words? We can't date. You're too oily. That ever happened to you? No, maybe. I'm sure it was said. That's an internal monologue. I'm sure with many of the, <laughs> the, the, the young comely lasses that I had eyes for, uh, uh, that that they would maybe think about it before you know coming close enough to see a a sheen mm. on my skin mm. that uh, upon a fluorescent lighting uh, glancing it would blind them and they would fall down. <laughs> uh, you had me at sheen. All right. Well, uh, let's dive in today. Uh, real, real quick though. Um, since we were just kind of taking everybody's opinion earlier on whether or not they would, uh, or what they would do in a, in a seven seconds in heaven scenario, mm, Brian yeah. was in one, didn't do anything, just laughed. I never had the opportunity. Uh, have you ever 
been privy to a seven seconds in heaven or seven minutes? I believe seven minutes. Seven, seven minutes. Seven yeah. Seconds, yeah se- se- seven seconds in heaven was my first sexual experience. <laughs> uh, the uh, seven minutes in heaven. I can't remember off the top of my head if if we ever played that game in particular. But I, not unlike you two, uh, was was a bit of a uh, a bit of a bit of a you know goody two shoes. Yeah. I just mm-hmm. felt like, okay, look, if the girl was like super, yeah, let's go, then I'd be all right. But I just never felt like I could be the one that was like going to assume anything. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. I don't know. Yeah. Just felt. I wrong. always felt that I wasn't like that, that. That was a problem that uh, and and if we're we'll get a little bit deep here, you know, that that, that was a, kind of a, a, a problem with the fact that I, I didn't really have a relationship with my father past, you know, my very early teens. Yeah. And I was like, ah, do is that like what a dad would would teach you? Is is like when when the when it's when it's time to go? When it time when when it's not? You know, uh, uh, and then uh, the world evolved uh, to where every uh, uh, you know possible uh, you know situation is something that is reviewed uh, uh, you know now through through our our modern historical lens. And I became very excited that I was not particularly sexually aggressive either in my youth or in my twenties. Yeah, yeah. No, I yeah, I have to say that that sort of stuff uh, that I used to I used to wonder anyway if I was ever doing it right <laughs> back in the day, like that just that kind of emotional stuff. And then later yeah. now now I feel I feel better about that and again i don't know if it was upbringing or i don't know what it was but i just felt i don't know i just felt like well you know you want to make out i would wait for them to say that Mm. you know like i didn't want to be the one like hey (laughs) speaking of oily teenagers like i didn't want to do that i wasn't that guy (laughs) well anyway uh so there you have it uh let's let's move on to bigger brighter and cooler things going on you've uh, apparently got some massive project that you are uh, super involved with from a writing standpoint and creation standpoint, and I'm excited to hear about it. So why don't you lay it on us and tell us what it is? Uh, For the last seven months, I've been working in secret on a project. And I haven't wanted to talk about it because, um, you know, as as you guys know, as as creators, there's everybody creates differently. And sometimes mm-hmm. you you gain excitement from momentum and your community getting excited about something and you're sharing every little piece of it. And we've done that a lot in in stuff that we've done or, or I've done personally. And other times, getting a little bit of that credit early on kind of saps your 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 motivation, you know, because you feel like you've kind of done it already. You've sort of speed run the project without actually doing anything. And so... I decided I was going to try and do something secretly and I was going to try and do something with Brian Brushwood, my co-host on night attack and weird things and, and so many other stuff. And, uh, it's called world's greatest con. And I will say it is probably the best thing I've ever done. Oh, geez. Uh, wow. High praise. I'm really, 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 really proud of it. Now, is this uh, all about Scott con or James con, or is that the, is, is that the spoiler? I, we no, don't want to tell no, him what the best con is. It actually is about Genghis and Kubla. Oh, um, wow. All right. Way back then. <laughs> uh, no, this is about a, uh, it's a four episode series where Brian tells the story of, an audacious con by the Allies during World War II to try and hoax Hitler. So we're starting with our with our stakes really manageable. Wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <You know>? wow. <laughs> wow. 
so yeah, the you will you will hear uh, whether or not Hitler himself will be conned by this particularly audacious plan. But it's not simply just one of those podcasts where people are just regurgitating Wikipedia. Or even worse, uh, one of those totally false, uh, uh, stupid shows where it's just a bunch of relatable millennials uh, asking each other really dumb questions so they can read Wikipedia to each other. Uh, This is something that is very personal to Brian. And really every episode, what we want to do is kind of answer a little piece of this uh, particular question which is why do cons work yeah uh there's a lot of shame that goes into cons and scams uh and one of the most fascinating things that we've seen since we released the teaser and episode one is the opening the six minutes is all about brian admitting the time that he got sold bogus speakers in a parking lot and uh, uh how he felt you know kind of uh, ashamed about it now for him it's really like the origin story. That's his uh, that Brian Brushwood's like falling into the pit of bats and, and becoming Batman uh, <laughs> because he has dedicated his life to cons and scams. And, and to this day is traumatized by the idea that even waiting in a line at a Burger King is something that is scamming him out of his time and he needs to figure out a way to outsmart it. Wow. Uh, but for a lot of people, we've heard a feedback that like, they admit to us for the first time ever to anybody that they got got with something like this mm-hmm. because there is shame involved and there shouldn't be as the tagline for the podcast says cons don't fool us because they're we're, we're stupid. They fool us because we're human. And what we do in each and every episode is kind of explain the humanity behind it. What elements of ourself are, are being manipulated by these schemes and, and how, do they uh, manifest themselves? That's interesting. So um, it's easy for us to, you know, I realize this isn't about Hitler, but it's easy for us to see like an old person who gets a phone call that says we're with the IRS and we need your credit card. And, you know, uh, speaking of scams, like a common one is to go after the olds and try to yeah. fool them well, or whatever. But even then, but like, what is that really attacking? Right. If you're going after old people, what are you really attacking? You're really attacking the fact that that old person is afraid that they screwed something up. Right. You're, you're playing off that shame. You're yeah. playing off the idea that, that they've been caught. And that pokes into these very deep human motivations of mental acuity and frailty and death and life and legacy and, and uh, humiliation. Like there's so many powerful things that go into just that one moment. And as we go through in the series, we talk, uh, you know, about how they are really the linchpins up and including to the fact that anybody who's gotten God on one of those, uh, one of those speaker scams is being put in the exact same position that our main characters want to put Hitler in to turn the tide in World War II. Does it, I mean, obviously I'm going to have to listen to the series and get all the info I can, but, um, sure. Yeah. Was there I mean, precedent? I sent it to you like a couple weeks ago. <laughs> was there, <laughs> no, that's true. And I haven't done it yet, but would you, <clears throat> would you, um, I mean, look, you caught me at a busy time. I got to get a Kickstarter out the door and I have no time for anything right now, but but my my uh, my I'm, question I'm, is like: Is there historical precedence before this for this level of a scam? Meaning, like, had it worked on? I don't know. Uh, 
other, you know, uh, Caesar the fourth because he got. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> technically what they try to do in this scam is a Trojan horse, which famously was one of the greatest, you know, cons of all time to exploit the uh, uh, bravado of the free city of Troy. Uh, by by the the the, the Grecian army mm. uh, uh, to 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 get their their battalion inside the walls during a, a years long siege. So, uh, uh, you know, we we tie a lot of that together in the first episode. The second episode, though, it w- both of which are available right now at greatestconpodcast.com. You can find it on all podcast uh, platforms. If you can't find it on the podcast platform of your choice, please let me know. Hit me up, Justin R. Young. We are working to make sure that they get listed everywhere. Some platforms update a little bit faster than others. But the second episode is something that I think you're really, really, really going to enjoy, Scott, mm. uh, where Brian talks about the similarities between writing a con and writing game video game specifically. Oh, interesting. Uh, Cause yeah, they get, and, you know what? That's funny. The, my daughter took a class in this uh, in her university video game department thing she was in where this probably touches on it, but the, but the whole concept was you were, you're designing tricks. Like a lot of yeah. most of gaming is a trick of, the mind of the eye of the, of the ear of the whatever and really what's happening underneath is some basic math but on the front of it they're making you feel heroic or they're giving you a a sense of accomplishment or failure that isn't actually there and that's that's a super interesting uh sideline to to gaming in general and i would love it sounds like i'd love that episode uh you absolutely will and and there's and there's more to it even there it's easily the most personal and raw episode of the season uh as it kind of gets into brian's uh relationship with his brother who who passed away (coughs) while we were recording all this and and there's there's a lot of stuff uh that he unpacks this is the most raw and vulnerable that you have ever heard brian it was (laughs) the most nerve-wracking that i've ever been working on anything because not only was is is the subject matter so weighty but also you know it was up to me once you know brian recorded all this stuff for for, to try and do right by somebody that was loved by so many and i loved and and jay was was a was a you know somebody that that i have had good great affection for and knowing his family and and everybody that you know loved him the most you don't want to do anything that's exploitative but you also want to make a good show something that's worthy uh, that people would would look at as great art because i think that considering all the stuff that you know jay who was a veteran of the video game industry for over a decade would would want he would want good art in his name and yeah. and i think we nailed it but i will leave it up to to you guys to uh to tell me whether or not we did at greatest con podcast yeah everybody should go check it out cool. i'm i'm pretty excited to listen to it and i did not know about that focus on episode two, which is super cool. And I didn't know you were recording this or working on this as far back as when he passed. Like this has been, this isn't an overnight two week job you're doing here. This sounds like you guys have been working on it for a long time. We have, we have, you know, this, this was something that I last year amongst all the craziness of the pandemic. Once I had finished up with uh raise the dead season two, 1964, I I really wanted to uh I love the production side of it and and I wanted to do more on the production side and so 
I've turned a lot of my attention over the past several months to Dog and Pony Show Audio, my production company, where I've I worked with uh, a lot of really cool freelancers throughout a lot of these projects. And uh, uh, it is a truly collaborative effort by by the end of it. And when I went to Brian and I was like, hey, well, what what do you think about this idea? He was immediately into it. But uh, what is what the final product is, is very much Brian. Mm. Like, I wanted to make something that was just, you know, unquestionably Brian Brushwood. And maybe not the guy that you know from Night Attack and not the guy that you know from The Modern Rogue and not the guy that you know from Weird Things or when you've seen us at, at uh, Nertacular or anything, but maybe more like the guy that you ran into at the bar at mm-hmm. Nertacular. Mm-hmm. Maybe more like the kind of person that, that you know, not everybody kind of gets to see if he's kind of on. And I... I genuinely believe that we were able to 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 capture an element of that, which is you know you, you put that on top of a fascinating story. Uh, I, I I don't know. I I I really can't tell you guys how how proud I am of it. I, I very rarely like to talk about my own projects in in these kinds of uh, of words, so that should tell you right. uh, uh, exactly how much it means to me. And and let me just say right now, we're on the verge of some really cool charts. Um, so over the next 48 hours, if you can find it in your heart to uh, subscribe on the podcatcher of your choice, and then also Apple Podcasts, even if it's not the podcatcher of your choice, Um, it would be, it would be greatly, greatly, greatly appreciated because, uh, this is, this is something that I, I think, uh, was, you know, is, 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 is special. Well, I'm glad now all these years later that I ripped them off for those speakers in that parking lot. I feel way better. (laughs) Finally, that's right. Finally, something coming of time. I felt uh, kind of bad right after Brian, like a little sad about what I had done. Um, I feel like, you know. You're the past result, now, though, right? I oh, mean, yeah, yeah, it's fine now. Yeah. I mean, I'm still selling them, but they're better than they were back then. <laughs> uh, well, this is great. Uh, please do check it out, everybody. Uh, again, it is worldsgreatestconpodcast.com. Do I have that right? Uh, so you, Just greatest yeah, con. Greatest con podcast. Oh, there you is, go. Greatest con podcast. There you and, go. And, that, and that gets you to it. But, of course, you can search on all uh, uh, podcasts cast players of uh of 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 your of your choice uh and also apple please also apple as well even if you hate it it, i know i know everybody hates apple please just help us okay i like Uh, apple i guess i don't use them for podcasts but i I get your point they have their their listing and the way they do stuff is really does matter so if you guys don't mind it just matters for a bunch of dumb reasons that nobody needs to agree with but everybody should please help me out because it's great um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but but yeah i i uh, uh i'm trying to think if there's anything else any other any other talking points that are uh that are kind of there oh also yeah hit me up on twitter if you got got by that speaker scam oh yeah yeah <laughs> because it, it is it has blown my mind how many people uh uh want to talk about it like now and and it, it just shows you these things that happen under the under underneath this layer of society that we kind of protect because it's painful yeah, you know yeah. you, you, feel, you feel dumb that that, that that you got caught but you really didn't you know you you, you really like like these are and as we unpack in in kind of the first six minutes of the show so if you just want to get a sense of it the first six minutes of the show are, are is, is the way to go um you can do that and also if you go to the modern rogue youtube channel uh 
the most recent episode is Brian and his co-host Jason Murphy listening to the first six minutes. Uh, and a uh, big shout out to Jack Resider of um, of uh, Darknet Diaries that actually ran our full first episode in his feed. Oh, no way. I love that show. I guess I'm yeah. behind because I didn't know it played there. Oh, man. That's awesome. That's where uh, well, I first no, heard. It just went up tonight. So oh, know, okay, you, okay. you probably were just getting up and working on the show. But, yeah, uh, he's yeah, great. You can listen to it. Maybe maybe That's if Jack cool. Resider sends it to you, you'll listen to it. Yeah, maybe I will if it's that. Um, <laughs> that's the that's the catalyst. This right is there. fancy. Uh, you know, I, that's where I heard that Xbox scam thing, or not scam, but that uh, that hack. Yeah, deal. no, this is great. I mean that episode, I mean that show is great. And and you know, if you want a, a sense of the kind of show that it is, and you haven't listened to anything else that I've done, like Raise the Dead, uh, really, what we're going for here is a mixture of the DNA of of. Darknet Diaries, Hardcore History, uh, uh, Cocaine and Rhinestones, and and you must remember this. If you like any of those, those were very much the kind of structural influences. And the one thing that I would say that's at the center of all of them is authenticity. You mm. love all of those people that are telling those stories. Even if the stories aren't the best, you really want to spend time with that voice and that personality and, and, and that selection of, of, of topics. And that's what we wanted to, that's what we wanted to kind of accomplish and, and create another uh, entrant into that genre. Well, very nice. Uh, everybody go check it out <clears throat> again, find it everywhere. And if you can, uh, get it on, you know, get it on Apple and just get, just to get it. If you have everywhere an iPhone, you want to go, but then also Apple. Yeah, just pull it <laughs> so, on. Just pull us <laughs> up. And, that's fine. That's good. Yeah. Maybe do it a few other places just for laughs. But also get it on Pocket Cast, get it on Castro, <laughs> get it on Overcast. But then after that, just yeah, take a little, a little, 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 little John, little sidestep over to iTunes. I mean, it's why I keep walking on over to Apple Podcasts and yeah. just give it a little, little, there's, little there's a reason I keep Apple Podcasts on my phone. I don't use it actively. I use Pocket Cast, but I will use it for this when someone's like, yeah, we need to get up in the rankings. I'm like, all right, sweet. I'll go sub to you. Doesn't hurt you at all to go do it. So go do it. All right. Uh, Justin right Robert now. Young and, uh, of course, all the regular stuff happening all the time uh, on your Twitch channel and the other podcasts and everything else. Anything else you want to mention before we go? Uh, no, I, 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 I love all of you. Oh, that's Thank a sweet Thank sentiment. Supporting this, stuff. this is a really uh, important one. So uh, if, 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 if the Tadpool community could, uh, uh, could help us, uh, you know, push us kind of up the charts, uh, boy, but uh, would it would it would it make my my heart sing because I do think that this is a uh, this is an important one. Well, uh, I know that they will uh, have a fantastic time, and I hope to see it shoot through the charts to the point that it's almost uh, orgasmic in nature. We'll talk to you next time. <laughs> I don't know why I brought that up that way. But, wow, uh, I don't hey. know either. But uh, good, good on you. Going sure. places today. Um, all right, Brian. That concludes yes. today's programming. Uh, now look, here's the deal. You leave yeah. when this weekend? You're gone Friday? Uh, Thursday. 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 Thursday around noon. So uh, do we want I don't to do have a, it in like my a, books that we're doing a Thursday show. I'm not, I haven't picked any music for a Thursday show. I think for for the sake of your good time weekend family reunion, yeah. we just say t- Thursday's not happening. 
I think I think we say it for the for the reason that there's some freelance I have to get done that I'm going to be doing Thursday morning instead. Of doing Perfectly good reason. Yeah, totally yeah. fine. So that's yeah. okay. So that's what I wanted to get to. Everybody, we've got a bit of a uh, uh, a scheduling thing this week, so Brian will not be yeah. here Thursday. That also start means the pod fading uh, <laughs> chant. Just do it. Yeah, it also it means PM won't happen. But I'll I'll come up with some like game streams or something else just to just go. to fill your time for those live folks if you guys want to be around. Um, and then, uh, what else? Uh, tonight, the Boop Show, 3.30 Mountain. Uh, me and Brian Dunaway talking indie titles. Very excited. Got a lot to talk about from E3, cool. plus uh, some games we played ourselves. And the Nintendo things today. I don't know if I'm doing a live thing because they're being weird about it. I think they've already started it, haven't they? They, prob- or is that, they uh... probably have, and I'm already too late to even go. Because that was an Eastern time start, yeah. right? I can't remember. Right. Um, which is fine. I'll catch up on that, and we'll see what's going on. And then tomorrow, normal show, though. We'll be here. We got this. We're good. Normal show uh, Wednesday. I'm, I'm yep. uh, co-hosting with Sarah on DTNS on Wednesday without Tom. Tom is back, but he'll be uh, head deep in, uh, into a project, so he's asked that me and uh, Sarah host tomorrow, so that'll happen. Lots to do this week, so don't stress about us not being here Thursday is what I'm saying. There's plenty of content. Um, cool. Okay. Oh, that probably means you're not doing uh, Coverville this week, right? No Coverville this week. No Guess the Connection this week. Uh, I'm just taking a, a well-needed week off. I think you I should take it. I think that's awesome. And I support it fully. Also, uh, Tally would like me to mention Mad Max. So there, I've done it. Uh, <laughs> no. She'd also like to say FEA. <laughs> yeah, always. FEA. <laughs> FEA. Did EA do anything this week? They really didn't, did they? I guess they didn't do a... They didn't do their own event. Now that I think about it, they showed us off stuff in other events, but not their own. That's anyway, right. I guess oh, FEA. Apparently there's a new uh, Metroid game. Ooh. Uh, we knew that already, though. But is it, Did out, we? Is okay. it coming? Did we get a date? Because that was announced like two years ago. Was uh, it? Really? Was it? Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm trying to find my latest news feed, and I can't find it. I'll follow up on that in a minute. Um, yeah, cool. they've, they've been talking about that one for a while. I assume 4 will end up being... No, they call it Metroid Prime 4. They call it Metroid Dread. Is that what it's called? Metroid Dread. October, really? Really? Well, that's crazy. There you go. All right. Well, Mario Golf's all I care about at the moment. That comes out. I know. <laughs> what is that? That's uh oh, that's the weekend of my ride. So basically after Yeah, 20 after seconds. My ride, I'm after you're done, you plop Mario down Golf. on the couch, Brian, you pull up your switch. Yeah. And you play golf. Undock my switch. Yeah, you undock your switch. Good luck to you on that. All right. A new Wario <laughs> game announced? Ooh, I like Wario. He's a dick. Oh, is it a Wario? Is it one of those weird uh, multi-game bizarreness Wario games? Uh, it must be. I'd love that. Yeah, I'd play that. WarioWare. That's right. WarioWare. Oh, here it is. Metroid Dread. What an odd... What an odd name. Hmm. Oh, it is a WarioWare game. Oh, good. Brian, that's awesome. For the Switch? Yeah. For the Switch? For the Switch. Which means they got to make it for the (sighs) light, which means they're not going to make it dumb motion control crap. It's just going to be a good old-fashioned D-pad. Oh, right. It can't be. Yeah. No kidding. I'm excited. That'll be great. It's called WarioWare Get It Together. And it will come (laughs) to the Switch sometime in September. Oh, the 10th. Ooh. That's the blue cat. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm very excited. All right, uh, that's yeah. it for the show. We're going to go and uh, remind you that we are supported and really buoy- buoyed up by your support at <laughs> at Patreon.com. Yeah, buoyed. Uh, for, uh, what is it? Patreon.com slash TMS. And it means a great deal. Thank you to everybody who supports us. I'm serious yeah. about this. We can't do it without you. So please continue to. And for those who haven't, consider it. It's super freaking cheap. It's dirt cheap. It's ridiculous. It's almost a crime how cheap we made it. It's almost a crime how cheap we made it. it Take advantage of our crime. You know, it's not even almost a crime. It's a straight up felony. (laughs) You're, you're, uh, you're really uh, taking money out of your own pockets if you're not supporting us on there Patreon. There you go. That's, how, perfectly that's said. how easy it is. Perfectly yes. said. So anyway, please do that. <laughs> Consider it. It's over at patreon.com slash TMS. Everything else is at frogpants.com slash TMS. And if you'd like to email us your thoughts, feelings, and uh, uh, whatevers, send those to themorningstream at gmail.com. All right, that's going to do it for today. Brian, let's go out with a song again, if you don't mind. Boy, are we going out with a song. Uh, Chuck Rodin said... As tangential as this show is, the journey is worth it. During the 2020 experience, that's I like that. Let's call it the experience. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. The snapping. Like uh, my wife discovered RuPaul's Drag Race, something I never would have watched, but I wanted to spend time together, so I sat through it. The flamboyant characters and the reality TV competition annoys me. But then we learn a little more of each character. Some have the most tragic stories. And then you learn how talented all of these people are. Yes, the desire to make the most fascinating transformation, then to entertain, is amazing. I became hooked on this show. We've needed almost every streaming service to watch the various seasons. Uh, it has been. It has become part of the adventure. One of the absolute standouts is Trixie Mattel. She is an actual talent, not just a drag queen lip syncing. You must check it out. It is absolutely fascinating. Uh, please choose something, whether it's a cover or some of her original music. My wife would be thrilled. Uh, then Chuck says, I love you, Donna. I'm glad we're getting old together. We're on vacation renting a motorhome and exploring Central Oregon in the area the Resnish Ranch used to be. When I was in high school, I was recruited by them at their height of activity. But that's a story for another day. Thank you for your honest and uplifting entertainment. Signed, Chuck. Uh, very cool. Yeah, I've never watched an episode of RuPaul's Drag Race, but I know a lot of people who love it. My cousin Allison is a massive fan of the show and um, has even met several of the contestants, the performers that are on there. So, yeah, it seems like it's a big, um, bigger than it meant, bigger than it would seem yeah. to be. Like it's broader, yes, it's got a exactly. broader reach. It is like the cake, really you know what it reminds me of? It's like the cake bake off thing. Mm-hmm. but obviously a very different show but but like that's there's some heart to it and some stuff that you don't expect out of a competition show totally because yeah. on the surface you think it's going to be this one thing right. and as you watch it apparently it's so much more than that which yeah. um uh all right so Trixie mattel released an album uh this year called full coverage actually an ep full coverage volume one of course i'm always excited to see stuff like this because it means it's a bunch of covers it's exactly what it is uh on there are some great covers of things like uh jackson and oh what else is on there that i saw um, I down I bought and downloaded the whole album. Believe nice. by Cher, uh, video games by Lana Del Rey. But I'm settling on this one, which is a cover of the song by the Violent Femmes about something else that Batman probably wouldn't do. Here is the, uh, Trixie Mattel and Blister in the Sun. All right, thanks everybody for watching, listening, and hanging out with us. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>
from my stuff And I'm so strung out I'm high as a kite I just might stop to check you out When I'm walking I scrub my stuff And I'm so strung out I'm high as a kite I just might stop to check you out Body and beats I stain my sheets I don't even know why My girlfriend She's at the end She is starting to cry when I'm walking, I strut my stuff, and I'm so strung out. I'm high as a kite, I just might stop to check you out. Let me go on, like a blister in the sun. Let me go on, big hands, I know you the This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I could feel my butt getting sore already. Oh, John Goodman. Mm. Yeah. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.